Hello and welcome fellow film buffs. I'm Zach Droll and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile Hunter Ventilero. Yo. We are the box office losers. Each and every week we deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review any and all things that ever grace the silver screen or your TV screen. This week we are talking about Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go! But before we get into that, let's just talk about how our week went up to this podcast. Um, so I think the day we recorded last week's, the news came out about uh, HBO and Batman, right? No, Harley Quinn. It's well, Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn show. But essentially, uh, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, no, heroes don't eat pussy. <laughs> that's not exactly how it went, but that's the long no, and short they, of they it. No, they said a hero doesn't do that. Yeah, they had us uh, in the Harley Quinn season three. They had a scene where Batman was going down on Catwoman. And apparently it was so, like, too much for them. They went, nah, heroes don't do that. And then it, the whole fucking Twitter sphere went ablaze with that shit. They were like, no, Batman definitely does. Because, like, well, one, uh, uh, cause, like, Batman is a selfish lover, but fuck, like, Selena Kyle makes sure he's, he's not. Why do you think Batman is a selfish lover? Do you have some, you have some history there? No, I, I think that, that that's just like everyone. Everyone thinks he is one because of just how he is. But I think Selena Kyle just puts him in check. Dude, Batman is such a generous person. He would fucking give it without getting anything in return. Batman has adopted like ten children, just because. Yeah, and they've all died. Um, no, only three of them have died. Thank <laughs> you. And then they got brought back to life. So doesn't count. I I, I follow an, 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 an account on TikTok. And they and they and they have like the Tim Drake, um, Jason Todd, oh, Damien. Is it Panda Red? Yes. Yeah, 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 that guy's cool. And they did like the Father's Day gifts. Uh-huh. So good. Yeah. Uh, I'll put that up, that TikTok up right now. Hey guys, so what'd you uh, get Bruce for Father's Day? Oh hey Barbara, you know, no, nothing too serious. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing much. Just some th- regular, normal Father's Day stuff. Yeah, what Drake said. Y'all got him a bunch of fucked up shit, didn't you? I bought him a lifetime supply of children's pants in exactly the size I was when I was robbing. Okay. I didn't even fucking use the Wayne credit card. I have no idea how I'm gonna financially recover from this, but it was fucking worth it. I bought him a spare tire. Okay, I guess it's not that bad. I also stole two of them off the Batmobile. And there's the Jason Todd I know. Really? Guys, come on, that shit's just rude. Well, what did you get him, Drake? Hmm? Oh, I got him a buy three, get the fourth one free coupon for the adoption agency taped inside of a disguise book for dummies. What the fuck? They sell those? Yeah, they're like these yellow books. I got a funny little character on the front of them usually. I obviously meant the coupon! Oh, no, not at all. That'd be fucked up. But as soon as I mentioned I was a Wayne, they gave me options. That makes a scary amount of sense. What about you, Damien? What'd you get? A literal fucking pallet of bird cages. What the fuck? You know, because he collects robins. It's, it's probably one of my favorites. Red's pretty cool. He's a cool guy. <clears throat> also, um, speaking of TikTok, I got the TikTok Hot Wheels car. That is the bottle opener. What? Yeah, so Hot Wheels came out with a with a car that is a bottle opener too, and it looks like it, it's based off TikTok. No, 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 no. It's like it became popular on TikTok. Oh, okay. I was like, TikTok has a Hot Wheels car. I was like, that's kind of fire. <laughs> they, they don't have one yet, but I, I'm considering this the the TikTok Hot Wheels car. I got the Mandalorian Hot Wheels car where they take they took the Mandalorian and just fused him into a car. It's pretty fire. Hmm. Alright, so with this one, uh, I I went to the Sunvent Mall because they had that that liquidation store. Because mm-hmm. uh, that is actually the only store left in that mall, apparently. Oh, jeez. And besides, like, oh, the store store. I was going to say the pizza place is open still. I, I think so, but, like, that area was, like, blocked off when we went. Yeah, you have to go to the, you got to go to all the way around to the other side of the door to get to uh, pizza place. That's stupid. Me and Courtney were in there the other day. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. That That's that that mall is going through some shiz, cause uh, they want to sell it, but the owner but, is like being a bitch and not like oh no, the town wants to buy it to make um, retirement homes for old people, like uh, like a like a living community, like um, apartment complex for fifty five plus. Oh, so do like assisted living, senior sure. senior living essentially, yeah. And the I, and then I, the owner's like, say, like no. don't. I would say don't do that. Just like try to put. Try to reopen them all. Well, uh, also the problem is, um, but the rent there with is Toys R Us gone, the rent is like ridiculous now. For 
So they, because they're right off the highway, so they have a prime piece of real estate. But yes. with how disheveled and dirty it looks, nobody wants to be in there, be in there for the price that it is. Because it's a great location. It just, you know, with the history that it's had and no Toys R Us there anymore, it's a problem. They need I, a I, store to open up right where the Toys R Us is, and then they need to lower their rent by a lot. I will say that, that is a mall lost in time. Dude, it's very weird. They have a Spider-Man um, rideable, uh, what are those things called? Like a, like a Ferris wheel a thing? Machine, like a coin yeah. machine, yeah. Dude, I sent them an email once, uh, and I was like, hey man, are you looking to sell it? Because I'll buy it, and I never heard back from them. <laughs> so, we went, I think, I went there uh, this past week, went through the main entrance. Mm-hmm. The Pancake Cottage, that's just lost in time as well. The Everything Pancake is still Cottage? there. It's uh it's like it's like a, a diner that's inside of it. Oh, I never knew about that. Is it still it's, open or No, but like nothing is touched in there. Like you, you still have like salt shakers left on the tables and, and cups. Yeah, you should go in and grab them. It's very bizarre, but that, that mall is lost in time. It is weird, man. I remember back in the day when that was like the shit, you know what I mean? That was oh, like yeah, the mall like, to go to. Well, because mainly it was, it was AC Moore and shit that was in there. That people went for the craft store. Yeah, there was Toys R Us, AC Moore, Blockbuster. There was a card Half store. Mark. There was a game store. They still have, like, oh. a sports card store, but it's not the same. Oh, and before I forget, got to crack open the, the monster. Yeah, crack open the Kyle juice. Um, well, no, uh, just that, that, that mall is a very interesting piece of Long Island history. Mm-hmm. Because the mall map is still still in the mall. Yeah, I think people are going to um, try to make it one of those uh, history things at some point soon. So then they, I think that's what they're stalling for. They're waiting for it to be a piece of history, so then they can't uh, knock it down and replace it. It, it could happen. I think that's what they're doing, low key. Only thing that it, makes it, sense because the town will buy it from them. They probably want an outrageous <laughs> price, but still. Yeah, it's just a very a unique mall that is just, like, so, like... Because mm. when you walk inside, it's all in 90s decor. Oh, yeah, they haven't updated that stuff ever. It's, like, it, it's just so interesting yeah. to see to see it. But, anywho... Speaking uh, of we, lost uh, in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we are talking about Speed Racer. And um, Speed Racer is a 2008 sports action comedy film... Written and co-produced by the Wachowski brothers. Sisters. That's what they're... Sisters, but but on the uh, page, it, it goes brothers. Well, yeah, because it was back in 2008 before they transitioned over. Yeah. So, uh, this was based off the 1960s anime and manga series of the same name. Ghost Speed Racer. Ghost Speed Racer. This movie is unique. I... Oh, man, this movie I is think... a spectacle. <laughs> I actually, uh... The Feast for the Eyes back in 2008. When it came out, I only got one McDonald's toy from this entire set, because I think... I think I got at, a couple of them, but then I played at, the video think, game a lot. At, at this time, I was <clears throat> transitioning myself out of, like, the kids' meals, I, I believe, mm. as well. And going for, like, the 10-piece McNuggets. 2008, you were what, 12? 10. 10. Yeah, I was 12. Man. So I, I think I was slowly getting out of the Happy Meal phase of mm-hmm. my life. But uh, yeah, it was this movie is a spectacle. It definitely does not age well. 2008 PG movie was a different creature. It ages a little bit better than some movies from back in the day, but I know exactly what you mean. It is like, ooh, okay. Yeah, this movie... Like, this it, movie it, looks like it was directed by the Matrix people, obviously because it is. But like, if you don't know what the Matrix is, and you only heard about the Matrix, you'll go, this looks like the Matrix, but with cars. Not knowing that the Wachowskis did it. It's just like, this is crazy. It's also just like one, um... Th- this movie... And also, I, going back to the age, to the aging of it, like, this is probably the best aged movie that we've seen that has its quirks. Um, you talking about some of the old stuff? Yeah, because like Jane, yeah, like, Bob still has some problems. Yeah, it has severe problems. Yeah, but those were raunchy so. movies to be raunchy. You know what I mean? Yeah, this so. is a kids movie. Eh, I would say that it's is a teenager movie for sure. It's a teen movie disguised as a kids movie. I think they could have said fuck if they really tried. Oh, one hundred percent. This is definitely a PG thirteen movie stuck in a PG uh, PG body. Yeah. 
But um, getting into the cast, I'll be your forte, my, yeah, my guy. Yeah, dude, because uh, it's, it's a pretty stacked cast of a lot of people. And, who, like, and their names, I'm going to butcher, and I'm going to feel bad about. Yeah, I'm going to try my best. All right. <clears throat> we got Emil Hirsch as Speed Racer with Nicholas uh, Elia as the young Speed. We got Christina Ritchie as Trixie with Ariel Winter playing young Trixie. You got the man, the myth, the legend, John Goodman as Pops. Susan Sarandon as Mom, which is great that this just Pops and Mom racer. Uh, Matthew Fox as Racer X, and then Scott Porter as a young Rex racer. Uh, you got Roger Allen as E.P. Arnold Royalton. He's the bad guy. You got Zach Droll as Spritel Racer. Fuck you. <laughs> That's where I recognize him from. Shut up. <laughs> I was like... This kid it's gives Polly Lit, man. Yeah, it's Polly Lit. Give credit where credit is due. This guy, he was like the one who stole the show. You got Benno Furman as Inspector Director, which, uh, Inspector Detector, which is the worst name ever. Um, <clears throat> you got Hiroyuki Sonata as Mr. Musha. Rain as Taijo Togakan. That's just it, just Rain. Rain. Uh, Richard Roundtree as Ben Burns. Kick Gurry as Sparky. You got John Benfield as Cruncher Block. Yeah, Christian Oliver as Snake Oiler. Uh, Ralph Herf- Her- Herforth as Jack Taylor. Yunnan as Horiko. Uh, Nia Wallace as Minx. Melville Palpind as Good Boy. <laughs> Chim Chim yep. is the monkey. He was portrayed by uh, Kenzie and Willie. Two monkey best friends. Um, and Togo Igawa was Tetsuo Togakan. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, there's also is a very sad thing about about the chimpanzee that happened on set that I did put into the notes. Did it rip someone's face off? No, um, Peter got involved with it because shit happened on set. Oh god, okay. But we'll get to it when we get to to it. That out. But uh, let's talk about this budget and how much it didn't make back. Yeah, so this budget was a beautiful 120 million dollars, and at the box office, 93. Point nine million. But this movie is now a cult classic, and uh, people love this film. Unironically. Yeah, I, I've I saw this. I was after I watched the movie. I'm like, okay, let me just like go on to YouTube and just like watch some videos. About a lot it. of people are like, why Speed Racer is great? Why this movie is so underrated? It's like, I'm like, that's, uh, I guess so. I liked it. I didn't give it a rating because I just finished it uh, like an hour ago and forgot to write it down there. But we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, I give it my rating. I think I, I was gonna give it. Um, see if you gave it a fair a, rating. Blind rating. I, I, I was gonna give it a point nine. Oh, that's not bad. But, but I'm like, mm, let me stick with the point fives. Uh, anyway, let's get into these notes. I will read a good chunk of them. So. Let's do this. A live-action Speed Racer film has been in development hell since 1992, having changed actors and filmmakers until 2006, when producer Joel Silver and the Wachowskis collaborated to uh, uh, to begin production on Speed Racer as a family film. Speed Racer was shot in and around uh, Potsdam and Berlin from June Boston. to August, Boston, and Berlin. Uh, from June to August 2007, wow. Michael uh, Giacchino. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Giacchino um, composed the film's score. Good score. It was. Speed Racer premiered on April 26, 2008 Ooh. at the Nokia Theater, followed by the general theatrical release on May 9, 2008. But you know, this movie came out a good two months, no, three months before Dark Knight. Wow. You, you yeah. Think about that. We have a masterpiece, some consider, not me, uh, of the Dark Knight, and then you have Speed Racer. Yeah. A masterpiece that you consider. I don't consider this a masterpiece in any in any right. I like the design of the cars, though, a lot. I think that's fun. Oh, yeah. It takes the manga inspirations very seriously. Uh, this film grossed, as we mentioned, $93 million on a $120 million budget, making it a commercial failure. Wah, it was, wah. It was, it was uh, 
fuck. I know this word too. Subsequently. Thank you. But my br- I I knew the word, but my brain was not letting me say it. Uh, nominated in multiple categories at the Teen Choice Awards as well as a Golden Razzie Award. Dude, I want a Golden Razzie. I just want one. I think Melissa McCarthy has three. I if if I was nominated for a Razzie, I would go to that award ceremony. Oh, for sure, I would as well. Like, like especially not, if it was gonna... my first Razzie, I'd be like, "This is awesome!" Like, I know it. Yeah. Technically, my movie was bad, and I'll probably get shit for it in my career. But I think embracing the Razzie would be really fun. Oh yeah, did didn't um. Adam Sandler go to one of them? Yeah, Adam Sandler went to one after, I think, Jack and Jill. Yeah, he, he embraced it. And Melissa McCarthy got one for um, Worst Leading Actress in Happy Time Murders, I believe. Oof. But Happy Time Murders isn't that bad. People just gotta shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> the film received mostly negative reviews, although the film did receive praise from its uh, action sequences. Yes. Musical score by Michael Chiachino. Cinematography and performance critics uh, were divided on his computer-generated imagery yeah. and criticized its screenplay and runtime. It's very long, and yeah. it could have been cut down a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that... Uh, we did not need the flashbacks, honestly. The beginning was super slow. In subsequent years, Speed Racer has garnered a strong cult following, which some... Uh, co- commentators. Commentators, thank you. Some commentators calling it underrated... And a misunderstood Misunderstood, film. I do not get. Underrated, I can get. Uh, I, um... M- misunderstood is a very broad term. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to pick up the, this paragraph? Yeah, sure. So in September 1992, Joe Pitka announced that Warner Brothers held the option to create a live-action film adaptation of the 1960s Japanese anime and manga series Speed Racer, and it was in development at Silver Pictures. In October of 94... Singer Henry Rollins was offered the role of Racer X in June. Johnny Depp was offered the lead in as Speed. <laughs> a young Johnny Depp? Okay. Well, youngish Johnny Depp. Uh, with production slated to begin in October, with filming taking place in California and Arizona. The following August, Depp requested time off to the studio due to personal business and delaying production. However, due to the an overly, overly high budget, the same August, director... The same August, comma... Director Jillian Temple left the project. Depp, without a director, also departed from the film. The studio was considered uh, director Gus Van Sant. They considered Gus Van Sant as a replacement for Temple, though it would not grant writing privileges to Van Sant, so he was like pass. Mm-hmm. In 1997, the studio briefly hired Alfonso Quiron as director in the various incarnations of the project, but screenwriters Mac, uh, Mark Levin, Jennifer Flackett, even J.J. Abrams, and Patrick Reed Johnson had been hired to write the scripts. We didn't get nothing until 2008, but we'll get there. So in September of 2000, Warner Brothers and producer Lauren Donner hired musical director uh, Hype Williams to helm the project. That would have been interesting. Mm. In 2001, the studio hired screenwriters Christopher Gaddis and Paul Schuring for $1.2 million split between them to write a script for the film. Wow, I'll take that, please. Yeah, Eventually, please. without production getting underway, the director and the writers left the project, but they still got the money. Because uh, you still, if you do work, you get paid. Oh my god. In 2004, Vince <laughs> yep. Vaughn spearheaded a revival of the project by presenting a take for the film that would develop the characters more strongly. Vaughn was cast as Racer X, was Owen Wilson's speed? Like, what is this movie? And was also attached to the project as executive producer, with production never being active, because it's Vince Vaughn. And eventually he left the project. <laughs> But yeah, in 2006, it, the Wachowskis came in. What are you gonna say? There's a world where that went through. You know that, right? Dude, uh, th- there's a universe. According to the where TVA, there's a universe that may have been wiped out that has Vince Vaughn as Racer X and Owen Wilson as Speed Racer. <laughs> wow, we're driving fast. Wow. Apparently, Owen Wilson's not going to say wow in Loki, but I feel like that's a lie. Fingers crossed. I same. I I I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for him to go. Wow, Loki, fuck you. <laughs> In October 2006, the Wachowski sisters were brought on board by the studio to write and direct the film. Producer Joe Silver, who had collaborated with the Wachowskis for V for Vendetta and the Matrix trilogy, explained that they were hoping to reach a broader audience with the film that would not be R-rated, unfortunately, by the um, Motion Picture Association. Visual effects designer Joe Gata, uh, John Gata who won an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects for The Matrix, 
was brought in to help conceive, making Speed Racer into a live-action adaptation. Well, he didn't do a very good job. Production was set to begin in the summer of 2007 in European locations and for a summer 2008 release. For locations. What locations? It was all fucking green screen. I know. That one mountain scene. It's okay. The one scene in the mountains. That was in Berlin. No, the hotel was in Berlin. That's what it is. In November 2006, the release date for it was set as May 23rd. They actually beat that release date. Producer Joel Silver described Speed Racer as a family film in line with the Wachowskis' goal to reach a wider audience. <sighs> Casting Do time, we pick baby. up? Yeah, man. Hit it up. Okay. So, while Joseph Gordon-Lovett, Shia LaBeouf, and Zac Efron were originally considered for the role of Speed, uh, Emily Emile Parrish... Hirsch. Her, uh, Amelia Hirsch uh, eventually won the role. Uh, before he got prepared for the role, uh, Hirsch watched every single Speed Racer episode and visited Charlotte Motor Speedway. There's quite a lot of episodes. Known, known at the time as Lowe's Motor Speedway. Where he met driver Jimmy Johnson. Nice. Uh, Eli- Elisha Cuthbert. Cuthbert, Yo, Kate, Kate Mara, what? That would be nuts. Kate Mara and Rose McGowan were originally considered for the role of Trixie. The role was eventually given to Christina Ritchie. Uh, before Matthew Fox was casted as Racer X, Henry Rollins was originally considered for the it role. Looks like John Goodman was always going to be the dad, though, so nice. Yeah, that's that's, that's that always that should be a given. <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, in February 2007, the Wachowskis selected... Uh, Babelsberg Studios in Potsdam, Germany. That is a very weird name for ba- okay. Um, in the following months, March, uh, Mar- uh, following March, Warner Brothers moved the release date two weeks earlier to uh, May 9th, two thousand and eight. The studio received a grant for twelve point three million dollars from Germany's new federal film fund, the largest yet uh, from the organization. For its production in the Berlin Brandenburg oh, region. Thank you. I'm sorry, but that's no, all good, man. Yo, that's crazy. They were given twelve point three million dollars to make a movie that just looks okay. <laughs> the amount was later increased to thirteen million. Oh man, imagine going we're gonna give this movie point eight more million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Principal photography um commenced on June fifth, two thousand seven in Berlin and was shot. Entirely against a green screen, Told lasting you. 60 days. Fucking knew it. You can tell, though. The Wachowski filmed in high def video, in, in, in HD video, for the first time with the camera. The Wachowskis used a layering approach that would put both foreground and background in focus. That is a dumb idea. Yeah, it made to it really give hard. it the appearance of real life anime. What? Mm. I don't un- like. I understand you're adapting an anime film, and it's really hard to do that shit. I mean, we'll see how Akira goes with Taika. But it's hard to adapt anime film. The last decent one we got was Alita, and that was only okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh man, I don't know what they're uh, going to do. The film has a, yeah, quote, is, retro look. That's very uh, true. <laughs> has a retro future look, according to Silver. Uh, filming concluded on August 25th, 2007. They had a year to edit and render all of that. Mm. God bless them. Because <laughs> that stuff, on, a t- on especially at that time, mm-hmm. took a lot of power for a computer. Yeah. Uh, during the, Okay, well, now let's, this let's is Let's hit up the, with the PETA stuff, because I have a question that we'll yes. get to in a sec. So, okay. do you want me to read it, or do you got it? Uh, you can read it. All right, during its production, Animal Rights Group's PETA made allegations of animal cruelty against the film, reporting that one of the two chimpanzees used in the product production was allegedly bitten after biting a child. Beaten, I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he was bitten after biting a child. Eye for an eye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the question. There were only four kid actors in this movie that were really mainstays, or did they mean one of the background actors in the flashback it's, scenes? It, it gets into it. Oh, I hope it was Ariel Winter. Not because I don't like her or anything, but because... Oh, I can see it now. But because I think it would just be funny that we know Ariel Winter, and it's like, oh, she was bit by a monkey. It's not, though. I can see it. Um, The incident was confirmed by the Animal Humane Association, animal safety uh, representative on the set, who reported that the stand-in for Spritel's character, portrayed by Lit, uh, had been bitten without provocation. 
So the monkey just bit the kid. Yeah. Uh, the AHA representative also reported that toward the end of filming during a training session in the presence of the humane hu- American humane representative, the trainer, in an uncontrolled impulse, hit the chimpanzee. All right, guy. Uncontrolled impulse. So, like, a muscle spasm? Or, like, they fell and they accidentally, like, kicked the monkey upwards? <laughs> uncontrolled impulse sounds like they had, like, a freak muscle spasm. Or they fell somewhere and their foot happened to be near the I, monkey I, and they I kicked it. I have a feeling, like, when I, when I see that, I kind of think of, like, a, a small little tap on the head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like, a little bite. That's... That that's kind of what, what what I read it as. Yeah, or like you turn around with something, you accidentally smack someone in the face. Yeah, or or or, or for that case, because say like the chimpanzee bit him, and that was like a bop on the nose, like hey. Yeah, like no. hey, no biting, come on. Yeah, but it's an uncontrolled, so. I I don't know. Well, I'll look into it more maybe after yeah. this. Uh, the AHA film unit referred to the abuse as completely inexcusable and unacceptable behavior to use of any animal. The AHA play Speed Racer on their unacceptable list, chiefly because of this incident. Ugh. The AHA noting the aforementioned training incident tarnishes the excellent work of the rest of the production and that it has no method of separating the actions of one individual in the employ of a production from the production as a whole. If you can't separate the art from the artist, you're a fucking idiot. The excellent work of the rest of production. Okay, guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy was just like, you know, okay. He's like, I actually personally love the movie, but I can't excuse it. <laughs> it's like the one Speed Racer fan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it sucks that they hit the monkey. This also is a very beefy plot. Yeah, it's because so much shit happens. Yeah, in a two-hour movie. All right. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. To make this reading easier for you, let me double space it. Oh, yes, please, God. <laughs> uh, it's so tight. Don't take this out go, of context. <laughs> there right. you go. So, <clears throat> Speed Racer is an 18-year-old whose life and love has always been automobile racing. His parents, pops, and mom—great names—run the independent race racer motors, in which his brother Spritel and his pet chimp Chim Chim, his mechanic Sparky, and his girlfriend Trixie also involved. They also live there, like all of them. They don't yeah. talk. Sparky like just lives in like the kitchen, and then Trixie always just appears from a corner. So everyone lives together. Uh, as a child, Speed idolized his record-setting older brother Rex Racer, who was apparently killed while racing in the Casa Cristal Five Thousand, aka the Crucible, a deadly cross-country racing rally, which we do get to see. Now embarking on his own career, Speed is quickly sweeping the racing world in his skill with his skill behind the wheel of his brother's Mach Five, and his own T one T eight. T-180 car, T-18, T-180. 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 Why couldn't I say that? I don't know. It's, it's like me trying to pronounce words. T-180 car uh, in the Mach 6. <laughs> Although primarily interested in the art of racing and the, and the well-being of his family. He's a good family man. Evil bad guy. I don't know what EP means. EP Harold Royalton, the bad guy, owner of the conglomerate Royalton Industries, offers speed an astoundingly luxurious lifestyle in exchange for signing him to race. Though tempted, Speed declines because his father distrusts power-hungry corporations. Who doesn't? Angered, Royalton reveals that for many years, key races have been fixed by corporate interests, including himself, to gain profits. Royalton takes out his anger on Speed by having his drivers force Speed into a crash that destroys the Mach 6, and then he begins to sue Racer Motors for for IP infringement, which is not true. Speed gets an opportunity to retaliate through Inspector Detector Hate It, head of the det- head of an intelligence agency's corporate <laughs> crimes division. Racer Taiho, um, yeah, Taiho uh, Togakan, supposedly having evidence that could indict, yeah, that's the word, indict Royalton, but will only offer it up if Speed and the mysterious mass racer, Racer X, agree to race on his team in the Casa Cristo 5000, which could be subsequent. Substantially raised the stock price of his family's racing business, blocking our Royalton arranged buyout. Speed agrees, but keeps his deci- decision secret to his family. Him and his girlfriend are going skiing. And Detector's team makes several defensive modifications to the Mach 5 to assist Speed in the rally. After they drive together and work naturally as a team, Speed begins to suspect that Racer X is actually his brother Rex in disguise. Uh, no shit. His family discovers that he has entered the race... And agree to support him, though Pops is angry with him not for not asking permission to race earlier, even though he did ask permission and Pops said no. With his family and Trixie aiding him, Speed defeats many brutal racers who were bribed by Fixer Cruncher Block to stop him, which he's like the Mafia man. 
and overcome yeah. seemingly insurmountable obstacles to win the race. While Detector's team arrests Block. Weird that I had a comma. However, Taijo's arrangement is revealed to be a sham. As he was only interested in increasing the value of his family's corp uh, company to profit from Royalton's buyout. Enraged, Speed hits the track that he used to drive with his brother and confronts Racer X with the suspicion that he is Rex. Racer X removes his mask, revealing an unfamiliar face, and tells Speed that Rex is indeed dead. However, Racer X advises Speed that not to, to not let racing it? yes change the way he is. Before advising him to figure out his own driving, Speed returns home and plans to leave, but Pops expresses his pride in Speed's actions and that he was wrong to not let Speed enter the race in his own stubbornness that drove Rex away. Before finding out about the racing, the racing, the race fixing conspiracy, Taijo's sister Horiko unexpectedly arrives and gives him Taijo's rejected automatic invitation to the Grand Prix. The racer family bands together to build a new Mach 6 in 32 hours. Crazy. Speed enters the Grand Prix with the help of Inspector Detector. Against all odds, Royalton has placed a $1 million bounty on his head to the driver that, uh, for any driver that's eager to collect and is pitted against the future Hall of Fame driver, Jack Cannonball Taylor. Uh, Speed overcomes a slow start to catch up with Taylor, who uses a cheating device called the Spear Hook to latch onto the Mach 6 to his own car. Speed uses his jump jacks to expose the device to the video cameras, causing Taylor to crash. Speed wins the race, having successfully exposed Royalton's crimes. While Racer X watches a flashback montage. Well, yeah, he watches a flashback montage reveals that he's really Rex. Having faked his own death and undergone plastic surgery to change his appearance as part of his plan to protect Speed and the support of race and the sport of racing. He chooses not to reveal his identity to his family, declaring that he must live with his decision. The racer family celebrates Speed's victory as Speed and Trixie Kish and uh, Taiho testifies against Royalton and Block, and Royalton is sent to jail. Apparently there was supposed to be a sequel to this movie, by the way. I I wouldn't mind one. I'd, I'd honestly, if they did like another Speed movie that took place in the same universe, like, what, almost 10 years later, I would uh, 20 years later, I would watch it for sure. You know what, Tiger Watiti, hop on it. We want to see you make this. No, I'm down with the Wachowski doing it again. Dude, if we in, if in 2028 we get a Speed Racer 2 and it's like a spiritual sequel 20 years later, that'll be fucking awesome. And we have Spritel be the main character. No, he just still hangs out in the trunk <laughs> with the monkey. Well, no, Chim Chim will be dead. This will be a dark reboot. <laughs> See, but now, but if we get Spritel, I want Noah Monk to play him. <laughs> Why not have Polly come back? No, Noah Monk. <laughs> Because it, it seems like Paulie is out of the acting light. He did a little so bit of uh, short Monk. films in 2017, but he hasn't done much since that I know of. But I want Noah Monk. I think... He'd be good. I, I think because I don't think he's doing anything for the iCarly reboot, no. as far as I know. He hasn't done any... He said that he didn't want to come back because he didn't want to be the punching bag again. And I was like, bro, it's a very different show, but I feel what you mean. Is there another reason why Jeanette McCurdy didn't come back? She was like, nah... Well, no, she she didn't want to come back because well, she also quit acting in like 2013. Yeah, and she also let didn't want to come back because of obvious. Oh, Dan's reasons. not a part of it. I know, but still, like, oh, no, I get a, it. a show that's equated to her childhood trauma. Yeah, she talks about that good. kind of stuff a lot on her podcast, Empty Inside. If you guys want to check that out, it's real good. I, need to, I I'm thinking about getting into. She has one on mental health issues. She's got some on child acting. She's got some on toxic mothers. They are very good episodes. I definitely recommend checking them out. She's on season two right now, I think. Ooh. So she's been going. They're, they're very short seasons. I think they're only like 13 to 20 episodes, so then she takes a little bit of a break. How so. do we put our podcast into season mode? Uh, we just stop doing it and then come back in a couple months and go, all right, next season. <laughs> we should think about doing that. I'm not opposed. Because <laughs> also, um, uh, before we get into mid-movie notes, I'm thinking of, I think I mentioned this the first few episodes we were recording. I might do video essays on movies for the channel. Yeah, for sure, man. Do whatever Not you do, do like podcast episodes, just just for the YouTube channel, so I can at least work on the YouTube channel a bit more. Yeah, dude, all good. And we especially might take a hiatus, especially when you're up at uh, college. Yeah, we we might we, not be able to line up our time. schedules, but if you still want to do a video essay, I might send you a script for mine as like a video essay that I want to do as well. 
All right, yeah. If, if you want me up. to, if, we'll see. Yeah, if you want, if you want me to edit it, I got no problem doing that. Sounds cool. We'll definitely start workshopping that. But before yes. we start talking about the future of the channel, let's hit up the mid movie notes. I only have a couple because after my notes, uh, the, the movie just kind of got pretty basic. Where it was like, "Hey, he's going over the cliff." You know what I mean? Just like yeah, I, I, I kind of went all out. <laughs> yeah, you went pretty hard. So, <clears throat> I will start. Uh, I said this movie is way too colorful. I said this was all done in green on a green screen like Cat in the Hat with this goofy ass colors. Uh, uh, next note is how does Speed not know his brother is Racer X? His name is literally Rex. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then it turns out I was. I mean, I didn't know about Speed Racer stuff, but um, it was the facial surgery that he goes. Oh man, because he kind he kind of figures it out. He's like, hey. Uh, oh yeah, I this, this I, I I. I have the same scenario in my notes. Yeah, I saw. I was like, yeah, Zach, Zach figured it out. <laughs> and I went, ha, John Goodman. <laughs> Dude's a legend. I'm Dude, sorry. He is the goat. <laughs> uh, I got cool beans. Ariel Winter says cool beans. And I think this is where um, I started using the, the phrase. Cause I, I don't remember uh, hearing it in a movie. I just remember hearing it, someone say it. And now I say cool beans all the time, and I think I know it's from this now. So, cool. Beans. Uh, a lot of familiar faces, and then I said Trixie simps hard. Yeah, she does. My last note, she's like, oh my god, Speed Racer, yes! I'm like, okay. He's cool, uh, and don't get me wrong, Emil Hirsch is a good-looking gentleman. But, Trixie, come on. Now, on to my mid-movie notes. Get it up, Zachariah. Uh, I said the color in this movie gives off Spy Kid, like like Spy Kids 3D vibes. Oh, for sure. Or or just overall Spy Kid vibes mm. in, in in general. Oh God, what is this CGI? This is what he was walking out of the school. I was like, Oh yeah, then he oh. turns into a little car. Yeah, it, it was when Rex was waiting outside, mm-hmm. and like, and they he hops into the Mach Five, and I'm like. This is so ugly. Yeah, it's a, what it's the a weird, fuck. It's a weird uh, process. Uh, I said like this movie, uh, the, the, just the whole entire coloring and background is like if Spike Kids 3D and Cam the Hat had a baby, a very dumb baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a knock at this movie. Right? That I said I, I do have a soft spot for the track layouts because I love Hot Wheels. Dude, the video and game for this is awesome. I I need to get it. Oh, is is it for the original Xbox? I think it's original Xbox and PS2 cool because i have an xbox 360 and backwards compatibility nice this game is freaking crazy um then monkey monkey and so i'm gonna i'm gonna bleep this out when i say it now i'm gonna say i'm gonna say what she said um wait did she call him retard and <laughs> she did for the for the bleep um it, it is the arsler <laughs> they did straight up say it i was like ooh. i was like yeah ouchies homie and she was like, can you believe what this did? I'm like, huh? I was like, whoa. <laughs> all right. I can't um, imagine I'm... how that actress must feel now. Yeah. Uh, this was when a package was delivered to this yep. to the race of reverence. Mm-hmm. A bomb. A fucking bomb. They straight up there just drop a bomb. was an assassination attempt in a kid's movie. Yeah. It was, a, it was an assassination attempt on Pops, apparently. I don't know what it was for besides it being Pops. Or I think it was a message. It was a box sent to Pops. And then it was for Racer X. because Re- Oh, not Racer X. For Rex because Rex was still doing some shady shit. So. Oh. I think. And, uh, cracking open uh, cold I one. said that this. With the boys. This drama acting is is kind of too goofy for its own good. Mm-hmm. That kind of um, adds to its charm, though. So this was the um this this uh bit of notes is the anime that Spidal and Chim Chim are watching. I want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. I love to watch it just to feel the vibes. Uh, why does Trixie look both young and old at the same time? As a kid or as an adult? As as an adult. It's the hairpiece they gave Christy uh, Christina Ricci. Cause like her face, she like, had she like looks bangs. So old. She looks so old. I'm like, oh yeah. I don't know what this movie is trying to be. Didn't know this movie was two hours long until I was at the 45-minute mark. Why is this movie two hours? Since the Wachowskis did it. That's uh, the this real was when answer. Un- this is when a-, a lot of the cars were exploding. People are dying. Dude, there's like one guy that you see escape in a, in a parachute. Bubble. Everyone else like explodes. And dies. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Everyone uh, is dying. Spritel just gave the middle finger in a PG movie. What the fuck? Hey, man. 
it be how it be. The, this movie, I, and I, I reiterate, this movie is so confusing on what it's trying to do and, and the tone it's giving off. Here's this. I, I'm going to predict Razor X is, is Speed Racer's brother. He faked his own death. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> there, 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 there's a far bit more notes um, mm-hmm. coming down. Uh, pulling this out there, the only bit of Speed Racer I remember seeing was the spoof they did from the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where episode. Cosmo was the was Spritel. and he's like, oh no, no, no uh, Cosmo was Chim Chim, and Wanda okay. was Spritel. Oh, okay, I knew, I knew they were in there. Yeah, man, I remember uh, what you're talking about. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh no, a... we have to watch out. And it was like very like, hoo hoo. <laughs> was that a shit cookie? It was. Ah, uh, cool. There's a the, scene the where mo- um Spritel goes. Me and Chim Chim are gonna make him our famous cookies, and then the and then Pops goes, "No, you're not." And I'm like, "He he's because they said we're gonna make him our uh, our famous poodoo cookies." And I'm like, "Uh-oh," uh, or doo-doo cookies or something. I was like, "They're gonna make him shit cookies." The monkey just hit a man off a wrench. He should be dead. Mm-hmm. And right in like in the top of the head Dude, too. That's done. Gone. There's a show called Fargo, which is based off the movie, and. There's a scene at the, in the first episode where Martin Freeman smashes his wife over the head with a hammer right in the center and she just, like, dies. I'm like, that's where this guy got hit with the wrench. He would be dead for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, in, uh, in a way, this movie gets off Kangaroo Jack vibes because of the adult-like drama with mafia stuff. Dude, it's like Goonies. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. This movie is, like, so, like, weird. Can we watch Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> yes, we can. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> this was when, uh, Racer X was like, I'm not your brother. Go, well, I was wrong. Seemed, it seemed very obvious. I thought they actually threw a wrench into it. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I, yeah, I, I, I can deal with this. I forgot that the, they got a different actor to do it. Cause I was looking at the cast list and I was like, that's a different guy playing Racer X. But I know so, what Racer X is. Cause I've so read like I, some of the stuff. So when I was looking up the casting mm-hmm. of it, when I was just like kind of going in, I saw that it was listed as there's like two racer X. Yeah. There's Matthew Fox and then there's Scott Porter. Yeah, Scott Porter is is the real. Uh, Scott Porter's the young guy. So I I thought okay maybe there's like driver and then there's actual standee. Yeah. That's Which what I was cool thinking. I, I was thinking okay that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You have an, an actor for for the driver, an actor for for the standee and talking roles. Yeah. So that's why I, I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Yeah, when cool. he rips the mask off, I'm like, it's going to be the guy. And then he's like, I don't know who this man is. And I'm like, oh shit. I was like, they gave him face surgery? And then it was revealed to be face surgery. And I was like, all right. And, uh, all right, Speed, Mr. Krabs. Speed is hugging those corners like it's Rainbow Road. Dude, he loves the corners. Uh, now shit is being said. Man, 2008 PG was a different creature. PG nowadays is like Angry Birds the movie. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, wait, the I was right. And then to close off, this was when Race Rex was revealed to be Rex. Go, wait, I was right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I like how you guessed it, even though you knew nothing about the source material. Because <laughs> I was like, it, it makes sense because uh, the driving style was similar. Yeah, they were spun around a lot. And I was like, that's that's Racer X. That's Rex right there. And um, and when we first see him, I'm like, oh, that's definitely his brother. You're like, for sure. <laughs> and and also when they're like, and uh, when uh, Inspector Director was like, why why are we coming here? He goes like, it's just we we have to. He's like, I know where the best racers are. <laughs> But now on to the reviews on the review aggregator website. Rotten Tomatoes' this film holds a 41 <sighs> approval rating yeah, based off of 217 reviews from the critics. Oof. But as it has gained a cult classic following, this holds a 60% from the audience. Still not much better. Based off of like another 250,000 plus reviews. Yeah. So putting this movie at an average rating of 5.2 out of 10, the website's critical consensus reads... Um, overloaded with headache-inducing sp- special effects, Speed Racer finds the Wachowskis forced on visual thrills as the expense of a coherent storyline. That's pretty true. It's like, what's going on? Oh, you're... I'm kind of happy you're making me read the, the bad one right now. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I liked it a little bit more than I thought I would. Just because I like the dumb campiness of it. 
So I, as always, I, I find the very bad reviews, and I can't yeah. wait to fucking read this one. So let's talk about the good review from William Goss from Film.com. He said, amid the overly earnest tone, almost squeaky clean humor, and familiar messages about teamwork and integrity, is the rare, fi- fil- f- rare film family that's as strong as the start as they are by the end. It's a weird yeah. way to phrase everything. Zach, what's up with the bad review? So this comes from Peter Traven of Rolling Stones. This is this is a doozy. Even the target audience of ten years old might get Jimmy Legs sitting for a pushing, uh, for for a punishing, one hundred and thirty-five minutes as Wachowski brothers projectile vomit their cotton candy dreams all over the big screen. That's fucking facts, though. <laughs> so, I there are some other bad ones. A lot of them were just mainly. Oh, you have to be 12 to, to like this. False, I'm 12. 12-year-old boys will be wowed by this. I'm 24, I like this movie. It's okay. It's, a, a lot of the a lot of the, the negative ones just say, oh, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds. They go, a stinky. <laughs> to be honest, so, like, the, the other two bad reviews that they're bringing age are CNN and The Guardian. Oh, jeez. Which are kind of like, as we have come to realize on this podcast are very harsh towards kids movies mm-hmm. and uh stuff like that so yeah they get adults to review it i'm like get a kid to talk about it yeah have your fucking like child watch the movie yeah and then just write down what they say but make it you know into a coherent review that's what i would do if i was a film critic i'd have my kid review the kids movies that i was sent to go see because then because the, the parents aren't going to want to go see the kids movie anyway but the kids are going to want to see it and the kids don't want to see a bad kids movie if a kid doesn't like it you know what i mean yeah so so hunter what'd you give this film i gave it seven he's going over that cliff at a 10 if anybody gets it they get it uh overall though this movie is kind of good but also really bad <laughs> i know i gave it a seven but i gave it a seven mostly because a lot of the references they had to the anime mm-hmm. uh were really strong where they had uh, him jumping out of the car in that weird motion, and then he did like the finger thing. That's like his speed's big move. The Mach Five looked awesome. Um, the the action <clears throat> apologies. The action was fun and interesting, and a lot of it was like very kung fu-y, which is the old '60s show where they would do like a punch and it would go pow, and then they would do like fast motions back like the old uh, Adam West Batman days. So it was very. It's a very fun movie. Is it good? Not really. Is it fun? Oh yeah. So I'm giving it seven fun points. <laughs> so I, I'm giving this uh, 6.5 weirdly CGI'd backgrounds out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, this film, uh, being that the first time I've ever seen this, all I can say was it's just okay. I just think this movie loses its tone halfway through it. It goes from being a PG kid racing movie to a PG-13 mafia-style movie with Speed Racer just involved. Facts. Um, in other words, to me, it, it has the kangaroo jack. Eff- it ha- has a kangaroo jack effect, where it goes off, where it goes all over the place, not knowing what it wants to be. But in closing, this movie is, as I say, it's it's okay to good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna watch this film again unless it's on a, unless it's on the movie list for movie night for me and my friends. You should definitely throw it in there as like a random. If if, like if, if it's not on there, I'm, I'm gonna throw it in. <laughs> Just to torture myself and my friends. <laughs> Just get drunk and watch it. That's the best. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, Zach, you want to close us out? Uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Box Office Losers and on Twitter at Box Office Loser for up-to-date news and all that other good jazz. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on any podcast platform, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Share with your friends, family, do whatever they can to help promote us. Um, we're, we're, we're slowly getting a following, I, I see. I'm happy with that. Yeah, uh, we, we might take a hiatus soon. Yeah, just so we got, can all... well, I mean, I got um, a vacation coming up next week. Oh, uh, goody. Not next week. Uh, next Friday, I'm leaving for a vacation. That's 10 days. So, okay, so do you want to just record that Wednesday? Then? We will see. I have to talk to you off. Uh, Mike about some scheduling stuff I have with my two jobs. So awesome, cool, <laughs> yeah, fun thing. I have man. no free time. Um, <laughs> but other than that, though, Hunter, where can we find you? You can find me all over the internet at Scruffy Moose Man. You can also find my comic book podcast at Android's Amazing Podcast. It's a comic book podcast, like I said before, that I do 
with my co-worker and friend, James. We, last week, uh, when does this go up? This goes up Wednesday. So today, we're talking about Green Arrow, because it's his 80th anniversary over at DC Comics. So hell yeah, come check out the boys in green. I was green, I would die. I was green. And then uh, on, uh, you can also find me a Star Wars podcast I do with my best friend uh, called Farthest Galaxy. Um, this week would be Thursday, and we're talking about either Dungeons & Dragons, but Star Wars, or um, Bad Batch episodes 1 through 8. I haven't decided which one I'm going to put up. We're, we're double recording. So check those out. And, uh... You can find me at Dark Shadowzake literally everywhere. You can find social media. You can also catch me uh, time of this recording last Sunday on the AW Injection. We'll be back to normal, though. Um, on the day that the YouTube version gets uploaded, I will be fully back in the swing of things on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, you can also catch me whenever it gets uploaded on the Pro Wrestling What Ifs. It's a show that I host where I take a topic and we throw it out there. Uh, the episode that was just uploaded at the time of this recording will probably be What If Did Leave. That is where we talk about what if a superstar left the company at the time and went to greener pastures or just went on his own journey. Um, to become an actor. And you can also just find me here every week where I painstakingly edit videos and I cry myself to sleep. You say painstakingly edit videos like you try so hard. <laughs> I gotta show you some pictures of, of timelines on my on, 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 on editing schedules. You definitely should. I want to see how tight you make some of this shit because you like to work yourself busy well, with editing. Well, see, I... Th- th- this, th- this one, th- this is a different... Th- this podcast is a different breed of editing. It, it, it's only... It's only difficult when your dog comes in and you tell me to cut that out. Yeah, apologies. The dog's not here right now. Because I, I have to resync everything at that point. Yeah, that's when it gets a little bit tiring. Yes. So, but other than that, though, guys, we thank you all, and we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. Peace.